0: Good.
1: Ladies
0: and gentlemen,
1: we are Like Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got What are you doing? Thank you, dummies. <laughs> Sit down, young
0: man. Get on him all! Ah! Yeah!
1: Uh, welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, another MMA podcast. And we're coming at you live and unedited with everything under the sun, meaning we have antibacterial wipes. We have everything that you can possibly think of. We have minus, of course, one of our own, Proteus, who, um, unfortunately, when we changed the date, he actually had a meeting, so he had to go to a business meeting that he had. So it's just minus one of the fighting four. We have the beautiful Pam We have, of course, Marco, we have cancellations, we have a bunch of stuff that we're going to get into. Let's get into it, because as always, we are short on time, but we are long on beauty with a
2: beautiful pants. Hey. What's up, everybody? You got enough toilet paper to clean your analogas with? Jeez.
1: (laughs) You know, you're, you're making fun of this, but Marco and I were talking about it. You can't even find this stuff in Costco. It's going to be scary. Let's get them in, Pammy. The one and only Marco, hit it!
0: Marco from Waco Ruler, the zombie apocalypse is here. I don't even want to joke about it, man. It's, it's kind of worrisome right now since I snowballed. So, just to light up the thing a little bit and not be so down, down, let's talk to another night, bro.
1: Let's get into it. Here we go. Hit it. It's fight night, 170, or as Proteus likes to call it, the granddaddy of them all. Kevin Lee versus the one and only Charles, two Bronx, Oliveira also known as UFC on ESPN, plus 28. It will take place, we think, two days from now at the Ginásio Nielsen in Brasilia, Brazil. To the main event we go, lightweight, Kevin Lee, a minus 145. Marco, he will fight. Charles, Bronx Oliveira, Kevin Lee, of course, we know him very well, the MMA junkie favorite. Oh, always seems to have no weight issues when he's going out of 155, 18-5, and, and he will fight the very hot Charles DuBronx Oliveira, guys. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's on like a six-fight win streak. Marco, we go to you. Will it be Kevin Lee or will it be Charles Bronx Oliveira?
0: Okay. So, so nobody gets surprised when they watch the, the show on Saturday. There won't be a crowd on the gym that day. By mandate of the this, uh, this, uh, mayor of the city of Brasilia, because you know they they, they banned, uh, this the gatherings more than 250 people, so no okay, chaos, just fights. Just think about it as the contender series. Uh, Kelly Lee, um, look, he's an outstanding athlete. Uh, one time I think he was a, after being a contender, she did outstanding again my homeboy. Gregor Gillespie the last time with a head kick, you know, that, that sent reverberations all over the lightweight division. But Kevin really has been very inconsistent lately. He wins one, loses one. Win, win, lose one. Charles Oliveira, on the other hand, as you notice, six-time winning streak, hold the record for most submissions in USC history, and the guy found his knockout power, too. I'm going to ride with the guy with the high confidence right now, the guy that I think uh, has more can written all over him. Um, I'm going with Charles Oliveira man. Uh, he's gonna to have to wait out the the, the the athleticism of uh, Kevin Lee because you know Kevin Lee is very athletic. He can do it all. You know he got good striking, outstanding wrestling. But uh, Oliveira also got good striking and he can outstanding submissions. Um I, I think Oliveira is gonna be able to find the space to. To get a submission, and and, and, and being the, the submission is fighter in USC history. So I'm got to give me a chance better. really make it short in the second round? There you, go.
1: you know what? I don't blame you on this one. On this one, Pammy, what we have is Marco going, of course, with the underdog second round submission, the plus 120 Charles Dubronx Oliveira over Kevin Lee, the minus 140 current odds. Proteus actually sees it the other way. Proteus sees it as uh, Kevin Lee getting a second-round TKO over Charles DeBronx. I see it actually just like Marco, but I'm going with the fourth round. When Kevin Lee starts to tire out, and God knows if he's going to have, um, you know, he's going to be compromised with the weight cut and, of course, the long trip over to Brazil. Pam, I go to you. Do you agree with Proteus that it's going to be Kevin Lee, or do you agree with Marco and I that it's going
2: to be Charles Bronx? Olivera. Absolutely fucking not do I agree with Proteus. At all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this is I, I think this is gonna be a good fight. Kevin Lee, uh Charles Oliveira, Kevin Lee, three KOs, eight subs, seven decisions, uh wins, uh loss, one KO, two subs, two decisions. But you go to uh Du Bronx. He has eight KOs, 18 submission wins, not, not like eight, but 18 submission wins, two decisions. His losses are uh, four KOs, three subs, and one decision. His last TKO was 2017 against uh, Paul Felder. He is on a six-win fight streak. Three of those wins are a first-round uh, first finishes. Um, man, Kevin Lee, he's a wrestler. Right on. But um, Charles Oliveira, man, this guy's like a, he's like a freaking Gumby on crack, kind of, he's got crazy moves. Um, He has, I mean, just wicked, wicked, wicked jujitsu, stamina. I just just don't see Kim Lee taking him out. Um, I've got Charles Oliveira with the third round submission. You know, you make a point.
1: Um, we're leaving, of course, Proteus on the island. He's the only one going with Kevin Lee, second round TKO. Marco going with the second round submission. Rear naked choke. Pammy going Charles the Bronx as well. Submission. I'm actually taking that same sub in the fourth, so this is going to be interesting. Let's hit it, guys. Let's keep going. We're making fabulous time, as Proteus would say. Hit it. Guys to the welterweight division we go. And one of my favorite fighters, no surprise. Damien Jam Sport backpack Maya. 28 and 9. He will fight Gilbert. Burns at 17 and 3. Let's give you the odds here. I'm surprised. Gilbert Burns. Favorite at a minus 175. Pammy. Damien well, really? Maya. The underdog at a plus 155. Tammy, I go to you. Will it be Damian, Jansport, Maya, or will it be Gilbert
2: Burns? All righty. Well, this fight on paper, it's pretty close on paper. Both of these guys are uh, Brazilian uh, Jiu-Jitsu Muay Thai. Uh, Burns is a second-degree black belt versus Maya, who is actually a fourth-degree black belt. Um, Both of these guys... um, 3KO, 5KO, 14 subs, 8 subs. Maya is a decisionator, we know that. Um, I'm just making this super um, short and sweet. I'm going Maya with a decision on this. What round, (laughs) Penny?
0: What round in the
1: decision? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you say a decision? I'm sorry. I thought you said submission. I apologize. <laughs> Sammy. Of course, going with the decisionator, like she said, uh, uh, Damian Jansport-Maya. Um, Proteus actually uh, choosing him as well in the third would be a submission for Maya. I'm going early, guys. I think he's going to get this done early. I don't trust uh Durino. Believe it or not, I'm actually um, – I just think he's inconsistent just like uh, Kevin Lee and, frankly, so is Charles Oliveira. But um, Damian Maya at home, so to speak. Well, Gilbert's at home too, right? I'm going Damian Maya first round, guys. I think he gets it done early um, in the first – well, late in the first round. Uh, Damian Maya via submission, as always, with the rear naked choke. Um, Marco, I go to you. Will it be Damian
0: Maya or will it be Gilbert Burns? Okay, you just going by name main recognition because Gilbert is also a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion, but he got better striking than Demian Maia. So, Jiu-Jitsu support Jiu-Jitsu, he's up to par with Demian Maia, and that is what you guys are wrong. Gilbert is also the younger guy, uh, the better record. I know Demian Maia is, is, is deep in our hearts because he's been all these high-profile fights, but I'm going with Jude over, over you know, tenure because that is what Demian Maia has. He got tenure because he's all of hell. Um, I think Gilbert Burns is able to outstrike Damian Maia. He's not a world on the ground because he's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu world champion himself. So he will be able to, to uh, keep pace, if not out Jiu-Jitsu Damian Maia, because you're just disrespecting Gilbert Burns. You don't know how good this guy is. But uh, he won't be able to finish Maya. Maya is super durable. So I'm going to pick up Gilbert Burns on a three-round uh, unanimous decision. Give me Burns, give me the younger guy, the guy that got more upside, and the guy that got more tools on the, on the back to, to defeat the, 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 the MMA. So give me Gilbert Burns. Bye wow. The so Pro, we're
1: leaving Proteus alone on the island with Kevin Lee. Marco alone on the island with Gilbert Dorino Burns. Yikes. All right, let's get into it, guys. We're going to go into everyone's favorite, as Proteus likes to say. Spotlight side of the ninth. I'm going to go with our boy Proteus first. He's going with, I'm no longer Hani Yaya. I'm now Ronnie Yaya. That's right. Honey Yaya wants to be Ronnie now. Ronnie Yaya, 26 and 10. One, no contest. He's going to fight Enrique Barzola, guy 16-5 and 1 in Proteus. Rodius is going with Rani Yaya, no longer Hani Yaya. Second round, TKO. No surprise, I'm going to the beautiful Pam Pam, your spotlight mm-hmm. fight of the night.
2: My spotlight fight of the night is Alexei Kunchenko versus Elezu Zaleski Dos Santos. Uh, Alexei, 20-1, uh, Dos Santos, 21-6. and six. Each of these guys are just coming off of a loss. I think it's going to be a great fight. Um, Man, who do I want to pick? (laughs) I am going with Alexei Kunchenko. I'm picking him with um, second round TKO.
1: Wow, Pammy, uh, turning her back on her fellow people, going with an OV, so to speak, right, or a KO. You know yeah. what I mean. There you go, right going with the <laughs> All right, hit it. No surprise guys. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at this card, Marco and Pam. I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are thinking Marina Moroz, right? Nope. Definitely it's not gonna be Random Marcos. I'm not John Anik. I'm going all the way down in the card, guys. Veronica. All five for third two of her. Bodied up Macedo at a minus 185. She will fight the super bodied up. Listen, this is when you want to look up B. Malecki. Good Lord. Um, And I'm going to choose B. Malecki via decision over the very lovely Veronica Macedo. Marco, I go to you. You're a spotlight fight of the night.
0: Yeah, why do you get to say you have to go all the way down? You're nasty. going down Uh, look Johnny Walker and Nikita Kilo are going at it on this freaking car and uh, that's going to be a fun fight but I don't believe they have a Johnny Walker Cody Anderson showed you that this guy if you touch and he goes down I'm thinking Nikita Kilo man uh, because I mean a lot of people clown Kilo for a while but then he demonstrated that he's a really really capable fighter uh, he can finish you in, on the chaos. And uh, He also got some good games. So, game. I'm thinking of next, man. i am going with up knocking out Walker on the first round because that's how these guys end fights on the first. Either Johnny Walker's going to knock you out or either going to knock you out. If they try to go to the distance, I'm still going to favor Killop because he has gone to the distance before and won. <clears throat> Johnny Walker, we not know so much all that because he tend not to go to the distance. But give me up on the first round, PKO.
1: Wow, that's actually not a bad fight I didn't actually uh, think about that fight That's a darn good fight uh, Marco, of course, going with Christ, Nikita Kreloff, Not the Johnny, uh, who was a very hot Johnny Walker, so he got KO'd And then, oh, by the way, hurt his shoulder Right? Yeah, well, you know what? You have every right to do that, my friend All right, let's hit it Let's go to this week in MMA Amp Radio We Rhyme. Hit it, Marco. Hey wine <laughs> Nice. All right, let's do this, guys. We're going to go into this because, of course, just like anything else, guys, here we go. Amp Radio We Rhyme. Why do we hit that? You know what? Just only because we want to hear this. Let's get into it, guys. UFC 248 happened, and it came, and it went. And I got to be honest with you guys. I know we're going to talk about the main card, or rather the main event, and what happened there. But let's let's get into the co-main event. UFC 248. Wayly Zhang, the champion, defeated Joanna Jędrzejczyk via split decision. And I honestly, I had it going the other way. So, Marco, let's go with you. Weili Zhang defeats Joanna. who do you have?
0: Okay. When I was watching the fight the first time, I saw Joanna won. I wasn't upset of the split, you know, because it was not a robbery. That fight was freaking outstanding. I saw it a second time, and I see the case for Whaley Zhang to win it, you know. So, that's the fight. But no way or shape of form is a robbery of any kind because it was so super close these rounds, so that they got the exact same output of, of uh, significant strikes, and they set a record for most significant strikes landed on a freaking championship fight. These girls freaking took a piece of their souls out of each other. Uh, they completely rearranged their faces. Um, one of the best fights I've seen in a long, long time, and it was it was such a great fight that it was no no matter what happened in the main event, even if it was a good fight, that it wasn't. He was not going to leave up to the the, the, the the bar that the, the McComin events set up. Uh, Jane check for an outstanding fight, you know. Uh, she did what she was supposed to do. Jan is a real deal. We cannot uh, say anymore that she's not proven. She proved uh, with the space, the kind of champion that she is, that she can dig deep, deep on the championship round, rounds and, uh, and throw with reckless abandon. Very technical fight. Um... Uh, You're going to do a start here on Willie Jam, man. The fight was out of the year so far. It's going to be very hard to get it out of that spot. Instant classic. And uh, these guys are going to see each other again because there is an appetite for them to rematch uh, in the not so near future. You know, let let the division breathe. Let Willie Jam face the likes of uh, Nana Jonas, the likes of Tatiana Suarez. And uh, let let, let Joanna find her way back to Wailing well, Jam, but they will fight again. I mean, trust me on that because that that, that fight could go either way, and everybody knows that. Uh, great, great fight,
1: guys. Shades of this fight reminded me of that Condit, uh, Hobby Lawler fight. I mean, this one just this was just an outstanding fight. Pam, I go to you. Wailing Zang mm-hmm. defeats Joanna. Did you have it going that
2: way? I did a very, cool, a very, 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 very close fight. Um, man, What it was, it was insane. It was like back and forth and back. It was just a crazy fight. It was amazing. And I think both of these ladies did a fabulous job. Fabuloso.
1: Yeah, it was a, a tie between you and uh, Marco. So winners of last week smacked my picks of Pam and Marco. Lead the pack, so shout out to Pam and Marco, even Steven Wynn. There, I'm out of the championship <laughs> on this one, guys. Um, let's move up to the to the main event we go, guys. Um, Pam Israel, oh you know God. I got I, I I was getting easy with it until he went to the Porsche dealership, and I said, eh, I'm not sure if his head's in it, so I went with Yoel. Um, boy, that was a mistake. Yoel did one of his, uh, Yoel Homero performances pam what did you see oh. Oh.
2: um i don't like to talk ill of people but man this is probably one of the most boring fights i had ever seen and i i take it and I, I get it that each of them was trying to be cautious and not make any mistakes and and um kind of waiting for the other one to make the move, but for heaven's sakes, how long were y'all going to wait? It was just a boring, boring fight. I don't even know, truthfully, how many, um, how many punches were thrown in this? Does anybody even know?
1: Like 12. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Oh, my gosh. It was Marco, just you know? <laughs> horrible. I mean, absolutely freaking horrible. Horrible. But,
0: okay. was, I, I read something like 80 punches or kicks total the whole fight. You know uh, what this is like
2: the, um, the who the it was Angano uh, and um Lewis. Yeah. Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis fight. That's what this was very reminiscent of.
1: The only problem with We're that guys wanted to throw is, a The only problem with that guys is the fact that Marco we saw Benil Darius with a tremendous fight with Ricard Close oh, We awesome. thought was the fight of the night at the time. Then of course we went to the Whaley Zhang Jan Janczyk fight, uh, Pam, and, of course, Marco. Then we get Izzy versus Yoel. There's no way you were happy with this one, Marco. No so, possible yeah. way. Well,
0: uh, to be fair, from the very first fight of the night where the Mongol, he can destroy the Argentino puto maldito Guido Canetti. He knocked him out on the first round. I had to say that. That, was, that felt good. Uh, the whole night of fight was very entertaining. Up to the core cool main event, you were getting your money's worth. I mean, the knockout kind of, uh, of Dragon Wall by Darius, awesome. Sean O'Malley looked freaking outstanding. You know, you got a uh, humble Rodolfo uh, Vieira. You know, I'm choking the guy after his eye got all busted out. Oh, Neil Magny so, was fabulous, too. Neil Magny was like, he said, bring Brass home, my dear. Uh, the whole car was super, super entertaining after the main event. And the main event took a dump on all the stuff that
2: everybody else did. The main event needed God. all that toilet paper that people are looking for. How about that?
1: Yeah, boy, you're not joking hey, there, right? I'm Good not lord.
2: motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> Guys, let me we introduce,
2: though. We, no, listen, we
0: were lucky that we got the main event we got because otherwise, it would have take the whole cut even worse. But with, with the main event we got, I call that the people main event, and the, the, the main event I just something to forget about. It, like, it didn't happen. It was an optical illusion, guys.
1: Right? Yeah, you're, you're, not jo- <laughs> you're, you're not joking uh, about this, guys. But let's get into um, my favorite, of course, segment, which we don't, haven't done in a while, which is the up-down report, guys. Up-down. Who goes up? Who goes down? UFC 248. I will start because one of my favorite fighters of all time, guys, Benio Darius, my guy who just got married... Shout out to Benny He defeats car Close Guys In what can be Called nothing But rock'em Sock'em Robots Unfortunately Benny fights He said this In the interview Just like I used to Mind you I wasn't anywhere Near his level Not even close Not even Not even Microscopically close But when I got hit I wanted to get I wanted to hit Right back And unfortunately That's how he fights But shout out To Benil Dariush, Guys TKO's a car close in the second. That's my up report, my down report, guys. I, I gotta say, Jamal is guys. I was big on Jamal Amherst at LFA, and he unfortunately went down via split decision. My up-down report. Pammy, I go to you. Your up-down report mm-hmm. for UFC 248.
2: Oh, right. My up-down report. Man, you guys, Sean O'Malley, you know, people, you know, talking about um oh getting on the sean you know the sugar show bandwagon and he's all hype but man this dude uh, he'd been gone for almost two years and you would have thought that he fought just a few months ago um his stock definitely 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 goes up because he was absolutely fabulous he looked just amazing 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 and now my um Y'all aren't gonna agree with me, but I would say like my stock. The person that goes down, I- I'm going with Joanna. Yeah, she did put on a great wow. fight. Wow, amazing! But okay, she's got out of her last. Okay, say her last six fights: one, two, three, four, five, six. Four. She has lost four of her six last fights. Um, you know, like I say, great fighter, but but how many times are you gonna give her a chance? You know, how many? Uh, times you're gonna put her in a championship fight and she loses. She's lost the last one, two, three, four championship fights.
1: Yeah, that that one's uh, tough when one you're performance. performance
0: after after that performance as many times as you as she wants to. Because so if she's gonna put up fights like that, <laughs> I want I wanna see that fight on a loop over and over and over and over again. I,
1: I agree with I agree with Marco on that one, Pammy. I mean, it was just an outstanding performance in a loss, but that's the best she's looked in a while, Marco, your up-down report for UFC 248. Okay, bear
0: with me because I'm going to give you two fighters and two fights. Up-report for the two girls on the common event, obviously because they gave us a, a classic of the edges. Down-report for the two fights on the main event because they stunk out the place. Adesanya and Romero, they're went way, way down. But the fighters that are getting my up-and-down report, Neil uh, Magny gets my up-report because after 16 months on the shelf, because of uh, stupid Usara issues, he comes back and he looks better than ever. I mean, he wiped the floor with the leech, man. Legion Liam got nothing for Neil Magny. Neil Magny looked one of like one of the best welterweights on the planet. My down report goes to Mini DC. Uh, Mini DC, man, came with a lot of freaking hype, and he's already 0-2 uh, in the USC. The guy's just too small for middleway man. I mean, and he's too small for freaking welterweight. Uh, even though, what is his name around the PFL? Make it work. Uh, uh, whatever the name, the guy that won the PFL last year. I forgot his name, the Hawaiian dude. But uh, I mean, I Ray, he's Ray something. Ray Cooper. Ray Cooper. Ray Cooper. Ray Cooper yeah. yeah. Ray Cooper makes it work as a welterweight on the on the PFL. But uh, look, me DC, he should by by his frame, he we probably uh, should should be probably a freaking featherweight or bantamweight because that is his size, he's five foot seven for trying to allow. But uh, he's he weighs like a If He cannot go down to water maybe to try his luck. I don't see any CMA figures for him because at the elite level he can he cannot get passive in guys that are not even ranked. and I, I feel for the guy because for all intent purposes I think he's a pretty good guy, an outstanding guy, you know. He's uh, the prodigy of uh, Daniel Cormier but he's he's not he's not calling it right now. They're going to give him one more fight just because, you know, his home was D.C., but if he doesn't perform, they're going to hear his walking papers. So that's my down report.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one, Pam. I mean, Deron Wynn definitely needs to lose some major weight. There's no
0: doubt about it. And He's just not.
1: Gosh, I don't – I mean, if he wasn't friends with D.C., you're right, guys. If he wasn't part of A.K.A., um, I don't know what would happen. Let's get into some of the news, guys, because we're doing great on time. Pammy, um, I'm going to go to you first. Mm -hmm. We cover all three sides of the U.S. right now. We cover the West with, of course, me being in the Bay Area. We cover the South Mm -hmm. with Marco being in Waco, Texas. And we cover the East with the beautiful Pam. Pammy, this coronavirus is starting to do a lot of things. NBA season is suspended. So is the mm-hmm. uh, Major League Soccer. I don't know yet what's going to happen with the NHL, but we do know, it's suspended. like Marco NHL said.
0: Suspended. NHL is suspended.
1: Okay, NHL is suspended. But we do now know, like Marco said, that UFC America. Brasilia will be fans' fans. Pammy, uh, what is this going to do for MMA and what is it going to do for UFC 249, which we've been waiting for? It's gonna be five times. out oh, man!
2: If it if um if that fight doesn't happen, then that, that it was if that that it, it's cursed. If that fight doesn't happen, it's freaking cursed. Um, it's just I I don't know what's going on. I think it's super crazy. Like for example, um, Alexi's on spring break right now they just uh extended spring break for another week i've got um, my girlfriend that's flying to london next week and her coworkers told her when she comes back that uh they don't want her coming to work for a week um i've been out of work for a week only because um not for corona but because i blew my knee out last saturday at work so um you know and and with my job we deal with a bunch of like elderly people so i don't know what's going on at work next to Costco. And you see these people walking up with, with toilet paper and paper towels, which I don't know. Did people just all of a sudden start wiping their asses and washing their hands? Come on. Okay, I'm gonna
0: give you. Uh, you know, when, when we go to the, those crisis situations on, on the army, uh-huh. the first things that people stock up is non-perishables because if you are stuck in your house, and you cannot leave. It happened in Katrina you will be surprised how quickly you run out of toilet paper. And then you need to wipe your ass because that's part of the IG part because then you get that cesspool out there of, of thick metal on your hands uh, that you need to clean up. Uh, yeah, toilet paper is kind of important. In the field, more important than, than, than uh, probably your weapon sometimes is toilet paper because you need to be able to wipe your freaking ass. When we go to the field out of the desert, we, we stock up on the, that kind of stuff. So don't 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 think it's a joke. This is not a joke. And this is going to get worse before it gets better. The UFC already said that the, the fight in Columbus with, in Gano Russian Washington is going to take place on the Apex in Vegas. They already announced that. Uh, the fight in London as of right now is going to take place in London but it's going to take place in front of an empty stadium. it's not, not going to be fans allowed in there. And The New York York City already called a state of emergency today. Cannot allow in a gathering of more than 250 people. Like I said, it's going to get worse. 500 people. 500 people. Yeah, 500. If the fight gets canceled, they can always push it back to August or September. You know? You you can always push it back. The the fight has not been cursed. This is is a, a global pandemic. People are dying. Put this in perspective. 3% people think that 3% death rate is slow. Spanish influenza on the 1918s was a 3.5% death rate. It killed 50 million people. The head of the CDC said that 70 to 100 million people can get in the United States by the time this is all said and done. Even if we go with the lowest estimates of the freaking death rate of 2%, there is too many people that are going to die. In the United States alone. So let's take this seriously, people. It takes a, a, an effort from everybody. Let's not panic, let's do what is right, you know. And uh, stay safe, man. That's all, that's all it the solid The people that are more at risk are people of uh, of elderly, elderly age, are people with a uh, what is it, uh, pre 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 pre, uh, pre, pre like diabetes, obesity respiratory, like asthmatic people are in deep trouble. If you have some sort of asthma, uh, if you get any upper respiratory condition. So, so and because those people are at, more, at the most risk, you might get it and, and, and just, you know, go, go back through you, do nothing to you. 80% of the people that, that get it, get mild symptoms. The 15 to 20% that get severe symptoms that need to go into ICUs, uh, for, uh, to get, put on a respirator that let's say on the, on the lowest for 70 million there is 10 million people that will need ICUs I don't see Phil uh, Housel being uh, erected to, to, to take care of that mass of people it's going to overwhelm the healthcare system it's going to overwhelm the pharmaceutical system and we get prepared on the army for worst cases scenarios like this the civilians done uh, get ready guys don't, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm trying to inform you uh, get ready. Get prepared. If you get sick and it's smile, stay home. Don't spread it around, because you might actually spread it to somebody you care that might be compromised, and then you, will, you you're gonna regret it later on. Like I should stay away from grandma, grandpa, my mom, my dad, or something like that. And then it's gonna get really, really real, real quick.
1: So let's so let's talk about this. We have about ten minutes left before we have to close the show, but let's talk about this, Pam, because. As Marco and I were talking about, when you're in camp, your immune system is compromised, right? And Marco was just talking about people with pre-existing conditions or that already have health issues. We already see how weak the fighters get with weight cuts, et cetera. We've already seen in the NBA Rudy Gobert, who, of course, um, has tested positive for the coronavirus. So has Donovan Mitchell. We do know for a fact, or at least we are guessing here, that some of these fighters may, in fact, uh, test positive for for the coronavirus. So um, as Marco and I were, were talking about earlier, Pam, what does this do for the sport? How do you see it forecasting, just curious, in the next, you know, 60 to 90 days? What are you seeing in the sport or what may happen in your
2: eyes? I don't know. I, I just think it's it's just weird to have a sporting event with no spectators that's so so crazy to me um if that's the case and i then why just not cancel the whole you know because it, it's just it's, I, I don't know what it does I, I think it makes people i think it makes people paranoid um i, I don't know I don't, I don't know what it does for it. It, it it can it recover i don't know can it I'm, you know, I've, I've got I've, I'm booked for Vegas in July. So how long is this thing going to go on?
1: So that's that's the problem that we're going to see. Are we going to see flights are canceled? Are we going to see airlines are canceled? We're already seeing layoffs in in hospitality places, restaurants, et cetera. The question I pose to you, Marco, on this one, like Pam was saying, that it's 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 a little bit of a panicky. But you and I were talking about these fires not only touch each other, but they they share a sweat. They 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 share blood, saliva and tears, sometimes yes. when they get hit and blood, right? So Moscow, well, and I, I mean this
0: you, is I told you before yeah, please. the fighting self is not the issue is the training environment because genes are cesspools of infection. You, you how many times have we seen fighters getting a staff infections? And a staff is really hard to get. Stuff is really, really hard to get. You have to have like an open source for a staff to get into your system. This thing it's really easy to get. So it's not the fight that that, that, that is going to be an issue. It's a training environment, man. These guys have to be in a gym. They sweat on the body. They have to grapple. They have to freaking spar. They're touching freaking uh, machines. And the, the, these teams are also shared by the general public. They, 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 I the not imagine not a gym just particularly for one fighter. They're shared by the whole general public. So don't be surprised if you start closing. Do you see what is happening in Italy I was telling the uh, here uh, Tony the only places authorized to be open are pharmacies and food stores. That's it. No gyms, no cinemas, no restaurants, no, no nothing. Uh, people are are being uh, by law mandated to stay at their homes. And if, if they stay, if they come out, they have to get a valid reason to be out. They got curfews going on right now. And if you're out on the curfew, you either get arrested or you get a fine. So. Uh, people are going to understand, man. <laughs> this is going to get worse before it gets better. Our reaction here on the says have been like a bicycle at best, but it, don't worry about today. Don't worry about tomorrow. See how bad it is next week and the week after, and the week after that, because this is not a thing that is going to last two or three days. It's going to last for a few months before. Like, there is not a vaccine projected until next year. There's some antiviral treatments that are different. They're trying out and my work, but they're not sure. And so get, get yourself prepared. Get prepared. That's what I'm saying. Just get prepared, people.
1: So, Pam, you go to more shows than anyone else um, uh, out, out of us uh, four, without a doubt. Um, and, of course, we're slated to be covering Bellator in San Jose at the SAP uh, Center, and who knows what's going to happen there. But let me ask you: You already have your, blank, mm-hmm. your flights booked in July. Yep. you're ready to go. Yep. And again, you go to more fights than any one of us. Mm-hmm. Any Any fear on your end, or or do you think do you not agree with Marco that this is a serious epidemic that we're going? Well,
2: to? let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. When do you remember when um, the swine flu, man, and oh, the swine flu was going to kill all kinds of fucking people. You know who was one of the first people who had the, the swine flu here? In um, our county, was uh, my kid? She was diagnosed, diagnosed oh, no. with wine what? flu. Yeah, and um, and then so we had to take um, what is called Tamiflu. All of us had to take Tamiflu, you know, to you know be preventive, preventative. And that Tamiflu was a hundred bucks a pop for each. All four of us with, with insurance. So to me, I, I don't know, man. I, I can't. I, I get that. Yeah, this is a serious thing, but. Why why wouldn't you ever wash your hands and be clean and uh, take care of yourself in the first place? Why why do we have to have the government telling you, hey, wash your fucking hands, Um, quit being nasty, basically. Why aren't you already being hygienic (laughs) on your own? You know what I'm saying? Um, Again, then we had Ebola. All of a sudden, oh, my God, everybody's going to die because we got the fucking Ebola. And then it was SARS. Oh, my God, everybody's going to fucking die because we have SARS. You know, I'm not... I get that, that it's something uh, terrible, but you have to look also at some of maybe the, the living conditions of some of these places that where people are getting this disease. You know, how is their health? How how you know what living conditions are they in, and and things like that. So does it? I, I'm you know, I'm being careful, I, I'm, but I'm I'm still going to do the things that I'm doing. I'm not going to shut myself in like a hermit. You know, I'm going to the beach and. You know, I'm I'm going to work and. Wow. And, you know, I mean, what what are you supposed to do?
1: Well, Pammy, I'm actually going to stay at home and uh, sit next to my. I'm Kerelle. gonna stay at home. I'm a uh, hermit
2: anyway, but um, no, but but I'm saying, but <laughs> but then they get people and they get these people in these freaking panic modes, and this pandemonium starts. Like I said, with the toilet paper. Okay, well maybe don't hoard toilet paper and let everybody have toilet paper and just you know. And then there won't be a shortage if everybody's buying everything all at once. We didn't have a toilet paper shortage before. Why should we have one now? Come on. Well, Pam is, is,
1: uh, is not seeing the fears, uh, Marco, like I am. So this is going to be interesting. Let's get out of here, guys, as we're closing thoughts. I will say this. By the way, my shout-out will be to the peacemaker. How about that? Leslie Smith. Making Yay, her debut, but she will be fine. Right, Stan's, right, unfortunately, I think, uh, audience. I will we're not sure about that one yet, but I'll I tell you I thought that I read my, that it was
2: going to be an empty audience.
1: Is it? Okay, it better be to I, be safe. I, I it, it, I it is that. a casino. Um, My, by the way, guilty pleasure. How about this, guys? Something that you guys would not think the weighing in podcast that's with big john mccarthy and one of my boys josh the punk thompson i'm not joking guys aside from us yeah i'm giving credit to ourselves that might be the best podcast out there right now because it's a good blend meeting mma podcast right because it's not holier than thou so you don't get that holier than thou i'm right i'm right i'm right that some shows do you don't get the proverbial sort of playing around And never getting to the point This is a good podcast, guys With John McCarthy, who's always to the point And a little bit of humor from Josh the Punk Thompson So that's my uh, guilty pleasure Pam, let's go to you
2: Oh, don't hate me We are on, I don't know which season Of uh, 90 Day Fiance Oh my lord, help me please You got me into that
1: garbage, (laughs) Pam I blame you Oh, my gosh. This is terrible. What did you get me it's into? Like, Do you have, by the way, a I don't Twitter know. follow the week or anything else besides 90 days?
2: No. I don't. No thoughts of the week? I know. Well, I've been crazy. I told you I've been um, He's trying to chill, like I told you, with this whole stupid me uh, thing, man. i right, well, go get my we'll to see on we'll, we get
1: on Saturday. We get to hear your family in the background or TV. What the heck is that? No, no, it's going? not me. No, it's not me. Oh, it's, it's not me. Oh, it's it's not me. Is it Marco? Marco with the TV? Yeah, it might be, it's Marco! It's not me. I, let's go to you. Let's close the show. Okay. I'm, I'm there. <laughs>
0: On honor of the freaking Corona situation, I only watched the movie Outbreak a couple of days ago with Dustin Hoffman and Luke Jr. That's a classic, man. And, uh, yeah, let's skip you, we'll tell you, you straight. So, <laughs> watch the movie Outbreak from 1992, with the Knuckleheads. Um, follow, follow Tonya, I am DJ Tony, follow Bama Pandora Boss. Follow me, Amargo Marco. Follow we'll Prodius at Prodius. we meet you today, Frodeus. Follow the show uh, at another MMA cast. Read and review at Snackle Hits. We're on uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, you name it, we are in there. Um, look, five supposedly on Brazil this weekend without a car, but they're still <laughs> scheduled to go on. They're still scheduled to go on. So... So how is yes. that going
2: to work? Are they going to do, like, when they do comedy shows and they have, like, laugh tracks, they're going to have, like, moves in the back? Think, think about, going on? Think about, think about
0: the Tuesday Night Contender Series. Think,
2: like, just like that.
0: Uh, okay. Well, that's a, yeah, 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 that's right. We're going to leave you guys. Catch you guys that's next it. week. Maybe enjoy the time. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> And Pammy,
1: and just like that. Yep.
2: <laughs> Bye. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers.